What's up, everyone? Thank you for joining us and welcome to Elite Fantasy Nation Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Dennis. You can follow me at Fantasy Matt EFN. Joined together today, man, it's been a while. We've got both Pat and Roger today, so you can follow uh, Pat at City Stars uh, one three six, and you can follow Roger at the Square six zero six. Man, what's up, guys? Not much. How you doing? Good, good, good. You know, finally feeling like I'm recovering from the Fantasy Expo, which you two are not a part of, but you know. Slacking oh. as as usual. You guys aren't holding right. up another fucking bargain. But yeah, I, I, we're here. I'm we'll make it up Saturday. now, bro. Let's rock, bro. Yeah, yeah it feels good rock. to be back. It's been too long, bro. We apologize for the uh, interruption, but we're back on schedule. Yes, and we got mics, and it only took us 25 minutes to get all of our settings going, so we could jump on. So not too bad. <laughs> we'll, we'll dust it off, and hopefully do that quicker next time. Uh, yeah. But yeah, man, uh, I figured this week we'll, we'll kind of just jump on and get back to a flow. Um, you know, we'll kind of talk about the news and, and, and injuries, uh, make it fairly quick podcast. We'll talk about a couple of drafts that we did. Uh, I just want to kind of jump in and I'll talk about the fantasy expo. Um, and how fun that was my first time going, uh, some cool stories that came out of that. So, uh, uh, let's jump in with the, uh, injuries first, man. And then we can kind of flow from there. Roger. Yeah. 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 You know, the big one was, uh, the trail on Burke scare. Um, it was ended up being uh, really good news you know, given what it could have been, where there was fear it was an ACL, ended up being an LCL sprain. Um, um, what we're hearing and what I'm hearing is anywhere from two to eight weeks, but it sounds like it'll be on the shorter end of that. He on should be ready end. for week one. Yeah, yeah. So it's, you know, again, a scare, but um, I think it is going to hurt a little bit of this value. He's probably going to drop a couple spots in drafts. Just people are going to be tentative. Uh, the other was um, Jameson Williams. I think this one's a big one, especially for dynasty formats. Um, this will be... Not getting that practice You're, time in with a hamstring yeah. injury. And then he's going to be away from the team for six weeks due to the suspension. And I just, I, I'm getting nervous about Jamison Williams. This is some really important time he's missing. Um, so just another season that may be really bad. It was bye weeks in week nine. So you get two games in between. Yep. Uh, are you going to start him? And then, you know, <laughs> who knows? Uh, the other is Brock Purdy's been cleared to practice every day. Uh, for a while, he's been practicing just three days. Um, they're ramping him up to let's go practice. Brock Purdy. Yeah. It's an interesting one because he's not been performing very well either. So, um, and is this full time John, there's still a lot of uncertainty with his injury. It sounds like they're going to go for it, but well, uh, I am getting nervous Trey Lance has not looked good. So I don't know if you watched it. I mean, terrible, he, but, he looked terrible in the preseason game. Yeah. <laughs> um, Joe Burrow should be ready for week one is what I'm reading. Uh, so that's good. That was a big scare for, for some people. Yes, like yes. Who own him. Happy. Uh, <laughs> some people. Yeah. Jonathan, I'm sorry. Jonathan Taylor away from the team again. I, I, I not an injury. I think it was a personal matter, but well, it's we'll because of his contract. Yeah. And they may be trading him. They, they signed uh, some, who did they bring in? Oh, oh uh, uh, Kenyon Drake, I think. Kenyon Drake. Uh, yeah. yeah. So um, JK so. Dobbins back at practice. That's a good sign. Um, no hold in. So uh, that, that's that's really it on the injuries right now. Teron Armstead, uh, actually, something to monitor because that's a huge thing for anyone with Tua concerns and yes. owners of Tua. If he's not playing by week one or if it's going to take a while, he had a leg injury. He said he's going to be okay. The team seems to say the same thing. But he's had a history of injuries, and when he's not in, um, Tua's struggled. Uh, he, he's a huge Well, I've down. got a lot of Tua stock, so. Um, yeah, so there's um, something to monitor with Teron Armstead. I'm pretty concerned on that one. 
<laughs> for my own selfish reasons. Well, he's a great left tackle. I mean, he's a great tackle. Yeah, no, he is, man. He, he's, yeah, no, he's awesome blindside. So, <clears throat> um, all right, dude, thanks, man. So, uh, yeah, you guys missed, man, the Fantasy Expo. So it was uh, uh, last weekend, um, went down to Canton, Ohio. Uh, so it's always the week after uh, they do the Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame game. So I went down there, stayed with the, um, uh, the South Harmon boys, um, so the 40 chess guys that I was always listen to. So I got to stay with them. And then also I didn't actually realize until I got down there, the uh, Dynasty Trades and Five guys were there as well. So Shane, Clay, and Scott Connor. We're all sitting at the same place. So we see that this like old school, basically, it was kind of like converted. I guess somebody bought it from the city. It was like a dilapidated school, and somebody bought it from the city. Uh, and then they kind of like uh, he's been renovating it and repurposing it. So I stayed in a classroom, basically. <laughs> Got locked into the classroom on, on accident at one point. Uh, but yeah, dude, it was super, super fucking cool. Cool guys I went down with. There's about I want to say about twelve to fourteen of us that were there in the house or school, I should say. I got to keep calling it school. The South Harmon School, School of Degenerates. Um, yeah, so it's really cool, man. I'm uh, one of the cool dudes that I met, Fizzle Dollars. <clears throat> Excuse me, does intros for um, both South, South Harmon and also for Ray GQ. Uh, so uh, to see him in person and meet him, and he got to meet one of his idols, uh, Des Bryant. Um, so he's a huge De- Des Bryant fan and brought a whole bunch of jerseys down because Des Bryant played in a flag football tournament on Saturday. Uh, which is kind of cool. It's really, you know, weird and cool to see Des Bryant playing fa- flag football with like a whole bunch of random people, you know, and just kind of like playing. Uh, their team obviously won, mainly in part because of De- Des Bryant because he's just a fucking beast. That dude is huge, man. Um, so I got to quickly get a photograph with him. My boy got an autograph from him. I took a video of him. There's a dollar getting autographed uh, jersey, you know, from from uh, Des Bryant. Didn't he get a thousand dollars? He showed me. Yeah. So what happened was was it initially. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Initially, what happened was he had posted online, so he had brought his whole collection of Des Bryant jerseys down there. I think he had a total of eight or ten from obviously a lot of them are Cowboys because he spent most of his careers in, in you know obviously in Dallas, and then he went to I didn't realize he had went to New Orleans, uh, and then I forgot the other jersey was from, but he posted online. It was basically they were all laid out on his bed, like all the jerseys that he had brought, and he posted online and. I think he tagged Des Bryant and Des Bryant replied back and he's like, Whoa, he's like, that's some sick collection. And he's like, he's like, uh, message me your cash app. So Fizzle messaged his cash app and Des dropped a grand, uh, you know, like just literally just like hit him up with a thousand dollars. And he's like, you know, mad collection, like looks really cool. Like props to you and just dropped him a thousand dollars. That's fucking so awesome. Then when, yeah. So then we went there, you know, he's all hyped because at the time I, I was doing a, a draft, which I'll talk about in a little bit, but, um, they're all at the uh, flag football, so I came a little bit late. So, but all the rest of the crew that's staying with the uh, South Harmon guys were, were all there. Um, and I roll up and was talking to Fizzle, and he's just like grinning from ear to ear. He showed me the post. He showed me the the, app, the cash app that he got from from Des, and he's like, "This is insane." So he's like all like hyped, and he had the he had some jerseys with him, and he's like, "I want to get him to sign it." So, so he walks up and like you know introduced himself. He's because at that point it was just like you know a couple of chats or tweets, I guess you could say, back and forth. So I got to meet him and, you know, I got the whole video. It was like a minute long video of the two of them, like kind of interacting and Des signing his jersey and handing it to him and then took a photograph for him. So he was like, dude, he's on cloud nine, man. It was, it was pretty awesome, dude, to see, his, you know, somebody who like loves Des Bryant. You know, I wish, I wish Jack would have been there, dude, because Jack loves Des Bryant as well. He probably would have been just as much of a geeked out guy about it. But uh, yeah, but it was like the talk of the whole entire thing. It was like <laughs> the interaction between Des Bryant and him, you know, so uh, and they're trying to build the Fantasy Expo. So they ended up bringing Des in 
the next day and we're we're talking about the, you know, the expo and the thought is for next year, like how do they get more uh, NFL players kind of more involved in it, you know, or ex NFL players that come down like Des did uh, and to play in it and kind of get more recognition. How can they build it? Um, Cause they're getting a lot of obviously feed just from Des being there and like all the interactions that were happening. Um, And then, so uh, fizzle the next day got to interview Des Bryant and they talked about it. They sat down and they recorded the interview the two of them kind of going back and forth about like how it all happened and transpired and da 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 and you know fizzle talked about like i wasn't there for the actual interview but i guess he was talking about like you know his collection of of jerseys and how long he's been a, a huge des bryant fan so pretty amazing you know if you think about it you know in a fantasy expo thing like that you get to have that type of interaction with a celebrity star and he was pretty cool about it so laid back dude yeah it's fun you guys missed out man we, yeah, we, we've already, we suck, bro. Me and Roger suck. That's just what it is right now. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you guys have had a dude. You guys are like the personalities are fucking amazing. You guys have had a, a, an awesome time. So next year we rented. We already have the dates for next year. They've already talked about renting the same sp- space. Uh, we're trying to build our, our our entourage that goes down there. So if we get Elite Fantasy Nation to go, the Dynasty and Five will be there. You're going to have um, South Harmon guys will be there. You know, so we'll have a big collaboration that can happen. So uh we got one year man to get our shit together and start popping this thing off so let's get it well, rolling i'm good already bro i already made aware that i will be there i'm 100 <laughs> percent committed Mark it on the calendar. i think i give you the dates yeah i think it's the 8th through the 11th yeah. i'll drive if i have to if the flights get canceled like they always do so i'll be there that's just pretty close how, how far is that can't ohio from where oh what is it, like 10 from hours jersey probably yeah probably, probably about 10 yeah. yeah it's not that bad i can still do it it's not the worst yeah. if i have I'll, to I'll, I'll drive down to Chicago or here and meet uh, Roger and drag his ass to O'Hare and then we'll fly out from there. <laughs> but yeah, Where so anyways, it, so it's cool. So like the first day was just really a party on Friday. I didn't go to that because I had some, I missed my flight and some other bullshit that happened. Um, Saturday, I did a live draft, which I've never done a live draft. We talked about that, you know, uh, Pat, you've done a couple of them. I've never actually done it where you t- peel off the name and you stick it on the board. Oh, it's great. Um, it's fun, man. So, I like it. Yeah, so I signed up prior to going, uh, and then went. It was like I think we kicked off at like noon or something like that. Um, and I'm in the Troy Palomalo League, so each like league has its own like um, basically ex NFL or ex you know run NFL player you know. And Troy Palomalo, I'm trying to think who else there is. I think it's Troy Eakin was one of them, uh, but Troy Palomalo is the league that I got, and I ended up getting picked two. Um, and then you know I'll kind of read you through my teams. I, I told you before we jumped on. I gave uh, Pat a little bit of a background of my team, but Roger, I want to get your reaction. So spot two, this is where, this is kind of what my team was. Uh, Jamar Chase, first pick, obviously pick number two. I was I was actually really hesitant between Jamar Chase and CMC. I really had to think about it. Um, and there's so probably Jefferson like a thing. Go first? Yeah, Jefferson went first. Yeah, okay. so 101 was Jefferson. I took Chase to it, 102. Um, what would you guys have done? I'll just throw it out there. What's the, I mean, what's the format? So CMC, Chase, Jefferson, I, I think um, very safe. Like you can't, it's hard to pass up on CMC, you know. Well, and that's, as soon as I, I took it, I had like buyers and Morrison. I was like, fuck, I should have got CMC instead of Chase. Um, no, I think man, the play. You got, you got the guy who could be wide receiver one, you know. Or yeah, no, that's fair. Two, that's fair. You know? so it's, yeah, I mean. Yeah, so. I, um, yeah, yeah, no, that, that's a great. I mean, I look, I love getting Chase. So. I mean, you can't go wrong. I mean, either, either way, you're a pick two, so it's not like you're, you know, it's not like I'm taking a reach on somebody. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So then ended up coming back and got. This is where I probably did reach if I reached anywhere. 
um, came back and got Ramondre Stevenson on the second round, sort of been picked two eleven. Yeah. Um, there, my thinking was, is I, I was a little concerned with like the running backs that were left. Uh, Priest Hall was there, Najee Harris, ATN, um, mm-hmm. and then with Gibbs, and it kind of goes down from there. But I was just, I felt like Ramond, still Stevenson is going to have a pretty big workload. At the time, they didn't have, obviously, they didn't have Zeke at the time, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But it was just Ramondre, and I was like, oh, it's just him in the backfield, so he should be able to get a lot of the workload. Um, thought it was worth the risk at that point. Um, I did pass up the pick next to me, or the player that went right after my pick was Alave, which. Again, hindsight, I probably would have taken Alave maybe instead of Stevenson. But um, sorry, I'll go through this quick. So Stevenson then came back with Devontae Smith. Uh, fourth round, DeAndre Hopkins. Kittle was in the fifth round for me. Miles Sanders, my second running back, got him in the sixth round. Uh, Tua, as I mentioned, a lot of Tua stock. Uh, I think in the 20 leagues that I'm in, I might have him in like 12. <laughs> might be problematic. <laughs> He's in that high-risk area right now. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I backed him up here in a minute, but you'll see. I, I feel confident about this backup, so we should be good on it, at least in this league. Quentin Johnson, uh, Zach, Zach Charbonnet, then McKinnon in 10th round. Tyler Boyd, this is a kicker in defense league, so he picked up the Eagles defense. It was a third defense off the board. 49ers went mm-hmm. first, the Cowboys went second, and the Eagles. I actually think the Eagles will be the number one defense this year. And then you've got Tyler you. Bass. Uh, Geno Smith is my backup. I needed somebody right. to back up to a uh, DJ Chark, uh, and then the last two rounds, Michael Meyer and Jerome Ford to round it out. Yeah, uh, yeah, I like I like snagging Ford at the end. That's good. It's good. Yeah, it's uh, it's decent, right? Happens. I mean, yeah, yeah. No, it's a good it's a good team. Um, I, well, you got Devonta Smith, so I wouldn't feel so bad about missing out on a lot of it. I think, you know, that's true. I think, that's a good call. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a world where London, or I'm sorry, Alave could be a little more productive and that might be the case but i don't think it's going to be so much that you missed out you know you're still going to get great production from smith which i like fair um well and honestly yeah. at the end of the year smith looked like he was going to be the the better from him and aj brown he, like definitely yeah. like smith was the one that was taken off and looking like the right. the, one, the number one wide receiver in that room yeah i think targets per run toward the end i think the last six games six weeks uh he was actually outperforming brown um so yeah, yeah. to your point yep. yeah you know, and it's, it makes sense. He's the better, I think, actual like receiver as a route runner, as a technician. Yes. He's better. So I think that makes sense. So the way that it's set up, the format is two running backs, two wide receivers, two flex, um, a kicker, uh, defense, obviously a tight end and a quarterback. So as it stands now, uh, my two flex are DeAndre Hopkins and Quentin Johnson. But I have, you know, as I mentioned, all the other ones that are that I can swap in, but. Yeah, what I like about that is, you know, you got the production now with Hopkins um, early on. And if Johnston does hit, you know, the history on rookie wide receivers and second half breakouts, um, that's what you want. You want to have that stride. So it's good to get yourself some easy production up front with Hopkins. He's going to be integrated with Burks having to miss some time. Um, I think obviously setting him back, Hopkins is going to be even bigger focal point, even more of a hog, a target hog. So I, I like that actually. I like that 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 arrangement having the young guy with the upside on a high. I think what's going to be a great offense this year. Well, and even to your point, like you know, from a Quentin Johnson standpoint, like I on the, my bench, I've got Tyler Boyd, DJ Chark. DJ Chark's the number one wide receiver currently in Carolina. Yeah. Like he looks like he he might be with the DJ Chark that he's supposed to be three years ago before he broke his ankle. Yeah. Um, I've got Char- Charbonnet. So like if anything happens in the, you know, um, in the backfield and he becomes the number one running back, um. 
that could be at the towards the end of the season could be a breakout for him too. So I've got a lot of like high upside that could end up kicking in later on in the year. So yeah, um, well, on, on the Johnston thing, and obviously I said the you know, Chargers are going to be a great offense. Obviously they're going to be a great offense. They're going to be a bounce back great offense. Um, yes. Sean Slater got hurt last year. Herbert got hurt last year. We just talked about Toronto Armstead and the importance of the tackle. Uh, they didn't throw a lot of deep balls last year after the um, well, Slater injury, and I think that's coming back did, this year for Herbert. Did Did you hear why? So like. Um, the, he he did an interview and he basically said Herbert was so injured last year from his ribs that mm-hmm. he actually he had to change his mechanisms of how he threw his throwing mechanics like he couldn't throw how he normally threw because there was too much pain so he actually yeah. had to alter his throwing so think about he that in to, the middle of the season yeah he had to shorten yeah. it yeah so but, but I mean think about that in the middle of the season you're literally like mm-hmm. trying to reteach yourself how to throw in a different way so you don't have yeah. as much no, pain no. so I mean yeah I, I think it's gonna be I mean I want Chargers pieces everywhere you know um, yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of like the Chiefs with a little more concentration, or, or I'm sorry, a little more spread. I think like I, I Johnston has a chance to be a hundred target person, right? Uh, Williams yep. has a chance to be a hundred or more targets. Allen's going to be over a hundred targets, you know. Everett yep. could be a good, you know. I think it's, it's still Everett, right? Yeah, I, I don't think they resigned, or maybe they did bring back Parham later. They didn't at first. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, Akron, yeah, that's Everett. I, I, I think the charge. Well, and then you have, and then you have Michael Williams. So like Michael Williams, who always is injured. Once he gets injured again, it's going to be like you know more target shares for Quentin Johnson. So, well, yeah, right. Yeah, but even if they stay healthy, I mean, I think you know one's going to be a wide receiver three, and I but I think two could be wide receiver two with Allen maybe wide receiver one upside. Yeah, yeah, I'm stoked, and it, it ends up going. Um, the win- so the winner, so it's again, it's like this larger pool tournament. So like you win your you win your league, and then you go to the next one, and it kind of goes in the playoffs. And then the the main winner apparently is considered the grand champion, and they give you like, I think they give you like a couple hundred bucks, and then they give you this like uh, one of the big fat rings, you know oh, that nice. like that you get on trophy on trophy smack. And one of the guys in my league was the grand champion last year, and he had it on the whole entire time, and he was like kind of like, oh, I was a grand champion last year, so he was like the number one winner out of the whole entire league last year. So. Uh, nice. Someone had to take his ass down. I forgot what his handle is. I don't have to look up what his handle is, but um, yeah. So that was my draft, man. Uh, let's talk about. Uh, I'm going to throw it over real quick before we do kind of new uh, talk about a little bit of the signings and everything. But Pat, man, you had a league that you uh, that you drafted in too. Let's talk about yeah, that, man. Uh, yeah, man. I got an Austin Eckler's charity league. There's three of them, three different tiers. I'm on the lower tier. I'm not the biggest baller yet, but. Uh, it goes to uh, predominantly, mo- mainly the funds go to Austin Eckler's foundation, bro. Super cool, dude. Uh, yeah. We all got to talk and chat the whole league and like a nice Zoom meet. Uh, and we all introduced each other. And, you know, he was just explaining how everything went. And, you know, he was, bro, he is he so a, into fans. He said it was a 16 team, right? 16 team, full point PPR. My first time doing one. Definitely, diff- definitely a different vibe and a whole new round way of drafting, bro. If you what, want what, uh, something, you gotta get it. That's the best way oh, to describe sure, it. Man. What spot? What spot were you at? A? Lucky sixteen. <laughs> Shit, it's fucking yeah. brutal. Austin, so Austin, Austin had fifteen, so we're me and him were like going at it basically. <laughs> All right, let's see your team, man. Let's break down your team. Was it was it was it on Sleeper? Did you guys do it or no? They did. He did it on Yahoo, and it's crazy because oh, yeah. you can't even. I had a mock draft on Sleeper because Yahoo does not have a sixteen team. I was going to say, how did he? Oh, there's no sixteen team mock, but you can you can draft sixteen teams. Yeah, kind of weird yeah? though. I'm okay. like, all right, well That's that weird. makes a lot of sense. I said, but uh, now he was super cool. Um, so my first pick, 
overall, I took um, AJ Brown. You know, it was just like everything was going quick. All the top people were flying. Make break it real quick. I did uh, Brown. Then I took Josh Jacobs. A little bit of a risk. I was like, but I need a you know a solid running yeah, back. Yeah, he'll Should be, be there. Fine. He'll be fine. My bigger reach, like I told you, I did. Uh, I took Burrow in the third because quarterback started flying already. So this is about three sixteen. That was three sixteen pick, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then oh, yeah. uh, the back to back, I got D Hop was right there. I took him, you know, especially with Burks kind of being out, like you know, he's number one anyway. Um, coming back around, uh, I wanted there was like, dude, I kept on like he kept sniping me. I'm telling Eckler was. Like, I want to hear always yeah. Once you in. get through your team, I do want to hear about his team. Honestly, yeah. I want to hear who who Austin Eckler drafts. Like so, then my funny. next pick, I got uh Swift. I picked, and then my back, I got uh, Evan Ingram because tight ends were starting to fly. So I'm like. I kind of was just going with the flow. Then At this point, just grabbing, yeah, just whatever I could, like. Literally, yeah. best available was kind of like my goal in this one. Uh, and I took Samaj Piran. I uh, love him. Should do all right over there, depending on health issues with the other guys. Um, Bateman, I just took him. He was right there. Not my favorite pick. Um, then I took Boyd, Darnell Mooney, and then uh, this is also kicker defense. And then my last, and then um, I took Michael Carter. This is prior to Cook coming to the Jets. That's a useless mm-hmm. pick now. Then I took uh, Pittsburgh defense, uh, Koo for my kicker. Tannehill is my backup just in case, just to have for a little bit. And then uh, my final pick was uh, Khalil, was it Khalil Shakir from uh, the Bills. Oh, yeah, Bills. Now, yeah, that yeah. was it. But um, so Eckler, bro, man, this guy. Always with him real quick. His first pick, he got CeeDee Lamb. Then okay. he got... Uh, Devonte Adams. After it must then, be weird to be an NFL player and you're drafting your own like NFL guys who you you like might be buddies with. Like that might, that's gotta he, be he said trippy. that he's like, yeah, these all these guys are my friends, and it's, it's just funny. I'm like, dude, you just pick your friends and you can pick yourself if you had it. Like, yeah, I got me. I'm like, all right. Um, all right, sorry, Denny, you no, that's all right. Then he took Kenneth Walker. Yeah. Then he took Miles Sanders. So he went wide out, wide out, running back, running back so far. And then he took. And while you guys were drafting, was it were you guys on your video chat while you're drafting, or did you do the video chat prior to drafting? They did the prior to the draft. We had like a good like yeah. like twenty minutes just just getting to know each other. But I think he had to do three consecutive drafts, so he was uh, trying to so get everything like, kind of pressed yeah. for a little bit of time. But He's he was behind, super cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, then he took Pittman, and then on the back turn he took uh, Brian Robinson. I'm coming back down the other way. He took Daniel Jones as his quarterback. Then he took Njoku, a tight end. Yep, yep. Uh, Morissette, Mostrat, uh Miami running back. Yeah. Sorry about that. And then he took uh, Jacoby Myers, another LV, you know, wide receiver. Yeah, I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Then he comes back down. He takes Donovan Peoples-Jones. Coming back around, takes Alan Lazar. And his last three are yeah, Rock Purdy. Three. This is who he sniped out because I was who I wanted again as like second quarterback just to have mm-hmm. got me again. And then he took Miami's defense and his last pick in the draft was Jason Sanders, the kicker for Miami. So, Miami. Yeah, nice. It was interesting, yeah. man. I, like I said, a 16 team is super like... Oh, it's a different... It changes oh everything. Oh my God, bro. I'm like, yeah, 12, 12 team PPR may look like a like a drop in a bucket. Like there's so much juice left over after you're looking at it like this. I'm like, Oh my God. I'm like, 
Oh, dude, that's why I've got the guillotine league that I that I'm managing, and it's like by the time you're because that's eighteen because you do every one you have one one manager for every week, and that's how you eliminate them. And then the last yep. eighteen week eighteen is the last two. Um, and it's like drafting in that is like fucking nuts. By the fourth round, you're like you already feel like you're in the sixth or seventh round of a normal draft. You're just like scrambling. You're like, who do I get now? Yeah, it's yeah. Really, that's like really you said, those last few rounds, you're just like, Jesus, like who can I scrap and grab as quick as I can just to fill up like a decent bench? Yeah. But it was uh, cool, man. Austin's yeah, cool. Dude. Shout out to Austin Eckler, man. Super cool guy, down to earth, hardworking, loves his charity and what he does and loves his fantasy. It's it's unbelievable. But just but he's like yeah. a regular guy just like us doing the same thing, man. Yeah, yeah. So that was so he took two quarterbacks and one of them wasn't Herbert. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, no, Herbert wow. was long gone before wow. he even had a chance anyway. That's wow. rude. Wow. He took and he took no charger, mind you. Remember, there was zero chargers on his team. Is that a well, maybe 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 that's an indictment. Maybe that's a sign that he wants to be traded. Yeah. I don't know that, or is it a conflict of interest? I'm like always wondered, like, you know, like how does this work? But you never know. I mean, hey. Well, because well, it's an advantage if he's like, "Yo, Keenan, I need, I need five points today. You gotta, you gotta make it happen." <laughs> he's like, I'm, "I'm behind, bro." He's like, "You gotta make this shit happen." Come on! Like, I need, a, I need you to score a touchdown today. I bet, I bet Keenan Allen scored <laughs> touchdowns if he's on Austin Eckler's, uh, Eckler's team. And then he's probably like, "Look, Austin, I need another three touchdowns. We got this. Come on, bro. This is easy for you. This is a weekly thing. Come on." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was nice, super man. cool, man. Then I got a couple more coming up the next few weeks, man. I'll be loaded with drafts, bouncing all over the place. Yeah, yeah, it'll be it'll be good, man. The next couple of weeks, man. It's oh, dude, it's hard to believe. Like three weeks away, I think. Uh, three weeks on Ooh. Thursday, uh, correct? Yeah. Kickoff, man. Uh, I've got some redrafts that I'm gonna be drafting soon, which will be weird after doing so many dynasties. Um, even though I've re- done some redrafts, but yeah, way too many leagues. I'm in an auction league right now with Greg. And that, oh, that's nice. weird. Yeah, Can I yeah, tell you yeah. something, man? I saw a live auction draft, and it looked fucking awesome. Like, that looked – it got intense. People were, like, yelling at each other well, and getting seriously heated over a live auction draft, man. Well, it's different. So, slow, the way that I've been doing them is I've done two. This is the first two auctions that I've ever done. Well, one's a salary cap, which is even more insane because it's, like, technically, like, you're a GM. So, like, you have – like 230 million and it's how you how you want to spend it is who you get on your team but oh yeah but then you gotta because it's, it's salary cap so it's different than auction so you send them to contracts and the max contract is 40 years so the max you can have oh, wow. for four years so you, it's not like dynasty where you can have them for like their whole entire career so it puts a whole different level in there but one of the guys that's been helping me out and kind of like telling me about like how, how it works is basically like it's actually a perfect me- like merger between dynasty and redraft because you know, you get to keep people for a while, but it's not like Dynasty where if your team sucks, it could take you years to dig out of it. It's like you could flip around on a team in like a year or two because like you could t- take a rookie who's on a four or five year contract, throw them to somebody and get like two players back that are on one of your contracts just to kind of like, but it, but you got to keep it all under the $230 million salary. So you could levy, levy money and picks to create oh, another yeah. team quick as hell. It's, that's pretty cool, man. I like it, man. Yeah. 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 And, then, and then it's rationalizing. It's like, how do you, you know, like, how do you, is that per player worth that? And like, you know, and again, like it's normal auction is like, once you pay that and the, the, the draft is over, 
it doesn't matter what the person you paid for. It's like, it kind of goes away and that's just what the players were. It's just like a normal player. But here it's like you, you, you carry that salary. So if you spend too much money on a player and he's shit for a couple of years and you're basically stuck eating that money and your salary cap. And if you, you drop pay him, a fine, if you're over a luxury tax or tax, you, like, you have to drop them. They won't let you, oh, won't let you okay. have a lineup. It's an illegal, like it's an illegal lineup. And it'll, it'll I was say, like, well, you, you better owe the league another hundred dollars. If you're going over for every like month you're over, imagine like, like some serious penalty. For yeah. You I mean, over. I'm sure there probably is in other leagues. The, um, this only league that I'm in and it's like pretty much like if, you have to have a certain amount of players on your team. You have to build out a full roster. And if you don't, then you get penalized. And I think you yeah. get penalized by like, you get the, basically like he makes you drop players or take players away. It's all right. I think it's pretty yeah. cool, man. Right. I would do an auction. Yeah. That sounds cool, man. A live auction sounds dope. Well, that's different. So that's what I was getting at initially. So like, that's even than like a, a slow auction. But a slow auction, you just like can bid and it has like a 12 hour clock. And if nobody outbids you within 12 hours, you get to keep that player. But in person, it's like usually like 30 seconds or like two minute clocks. And if nobody Correct. bids higher, then like, and sometimes there's multiple people on the board. So then you're like trying to like figure out like who are you going to bid or outbid at what time? Yeah, dude, it's nuts. We got to do that maybe next time. We'll have to do, a, we'll have to get together an Elite Nation auction. Well, I mean, maybe if Roger makes it to Canton with me and you, and when you can set a live auction with some of your people, Matt, and you can create oh, shit. Yeah, a we giant could. That'd be fun, actually. That'd be, yeah, that'd be actually, I think that's a great idea, man. Fucking look at you, dude. Come on, man. Let's Hell make yeah. this happen. Roger, you have no choice, bro, now. We will <sighs> pick you up. I will fly from I'll New Jersey to get you. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah going back to Ohio. Uh, from Ohio. It's like... Uh, it's a, it's a dark place to go for me. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> I, I, I left it for a reason. No, I'm kidding. Um, I, I, I didn't grow up very far from Canton, so. Oh, shit. I didn't realize that. I, I didn't. I, I, I grew up not far from Canton. I think yeah, I no, that no that's, yeah. that's how I came across. No, I came across that way. Um, all right, let's jump in. We got a couple of signings, man. Let's talk about like the, the, the running back group. That's finally the couple of uh, pieces fell finally. Zeke Elliott going to uh, New England, uh, and then we have uh, Dalvin Cook, man, going to your Jets, 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 Jets. Apparently, Dude, I'm t- he's tired of it. I'm just tired of green news in this area. It is absolutely drawn out and like repetitive, bro. It's just ridiculous. Like, so, so how do you let's talk, ahead, let's talk about fantasy impacts? So let's talk about fantasy impacts. Um, you got a lot of drama going on over there with Aaron Rodgers, anyway. So you guys, you guys wanted that, and you guys deserve it. So I'm a Bengals fan. <laughs> I just deal with it because it's on the radio. I have and the TV. It's nonstop. But yeah, I mean, Brees Hall gets bumped down now, but I, I think Dalvin Cook comes in, yeah. starts. I think Brees Hall has more time to heal, in my opinion. I think this is just kind of like let him make sure he's a 100%, a hundred percent. But know? even when he's a hundred percent, it's not going to be his show. It's going to be, no, a, it's going to be split backfield. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Like, just like, like, you know, Jones and Dylan, you know what I mean? Like a green Bay kind of feel. I think like, it's just going to be like a two headed monster. You know, now Michael Carter's useless to me. <laughs> that's how I feel. That's fair. I mean, that's fair, man. Roger, where'd you put, uh, out of the three men? So how'd you draft? Um, obviously we, we could take Michael Carter off it, but between Brees Hall and, and Dalvin Cook, what, what are you thinking as far as like how they would fall, how you would draft them specifically? Um, yeah, I, I, I think I, I'm probably just out in a redraft setting. I'm probably just out on them because I think, I think it is going to be split. I, I, I think, yeah, to, to Pat's point, it, it gives Hall some time to heal, but 
production after an ACL anyway the following season. I think Takes about a year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was already going to be a dip. I, I think he's a great buy in Dynasty, Brees Hall, because it's a one-year contract for Cook. They didn't do a two-year. It is. Yep. Yeah, it's so it's, it's, it's for this year. Um, but I, st- I still think Cook has something left. He, he was fine last year. Um, the offense changed. He didn't decline necessarily. Um, he, you know, he still looks sharp. I think it gives them a lot of extra insurance going into deep season playoffs. You know, that's what this is. And then having, you know, Bam Knight looked good in moments last year. And Michael well, Carter is a passing threat. Um, and can throw down. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I, I think it's depth. It's a team that's trying to go all in. Um, but I do think, yeah, it definitely hurts Paul's. I think it hurts both. But Cook didn't have a team three weeks ago. So, it helps Cook more because now you can draft him knowing he's going to play. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think it hurts Paul uh, Hall and redraft for sure. Um, I, how far? I, I think it just depends on if you believe you can make a second half season run. But it's still going to be split. No, for sure. I mean, it definitely is going to be split. And I think, you know, he's going to have time. Cook's going to have time. I mean, they say Bruce Hall's supposed to be ready, but I mean, Cook's going to have time at the beginning of the season to kind of like carve out his role and to, to kind of make it his team. And then if Bruce takes a little while to get fully full go, like it could be, you know, one B for Bruce, you know by midseason or I mean and again to your point like Dalvin um injury is always a concern in running back so it's like I think they're just they're, they are definitely building for the championship they're, they're all the chips are in they're they're betting all in they've they've kind of thrown their dick on the table so this is gonna be our championship let's go uh and yeah where it goes from there yeah and I think you know I, I think there's a I think there is a, on an on a optimistic side maybe late season like I was saying there may be a stretch of games where Brees Hall has like RB2 upside for weekly starts. So it's not someone I'm fading entirely. I just think it depends. If he falls to the fifth or sixth round, I might take that shot. But if it's right. still on the fourth or third, I'm not. No way. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, that's fair. That's fair. So Ze- let's, let's jump over to Zeke then, man. Zeke going to New England, which kind of a, a little disappointment for me because I feel like Romanje was going to be the guy there. Um, I think it's different than Cook is. I personally feel like Zeke showed that he was definitely slowing down last year. Did not look as explosive as what he had in years past. Um, so it's probably more of a maybe a backup a- aspect of it, and, and again, maybe just an insurance part, um, or just to take off some of the hits off of Ramondre, so he's not being you know running to the ground with 300 carries or 200 and something carries for the season. Um, so let's jump over there. I'll throw it to Pat first, man. What do you think about the about Zeke in, in New England? His relevancy, but then also like how does it affect everybody else? Well, definitely Stevenson does get some shares cut from him. I'm sure now. I mean, you know, clearly, you know, Zeke's you know name back. Um, I think it depends how Zeke looks in camp and how he's running. You know what I mean? Like how how good of his in shape is he? Like where's his head at? And then where he's what's he gonna do? Is he gonna be like a like a third down back or that goal line just push in get in type of thing? Is he gonna eat some of the touchdowns? You know what I mean? Like that's how you gotta you know, wager this kind of with him. He's not going to be like every down back, but he might be that goal line stance kind of guy where they're just going to push him right in. Enough to piss. Yeah. Enough to piss you off. And it's definitely going to, yeah. And then Stevenson owners are not going to be too happy with that. That's going to start chewing at his, uh, quality shares and points, man. Yeah. Sorry, Matt. No, you're all good. No, I mean, fuck man. What are you going to do? I got, I got, I got backups, man. I got, I got other running backs. That's it. Raj, what do you, what do you got? What's your kind of like perspective on the whole? Um, I, I think, uh, yeah, I, I do think it impacts Stevenson, and more so in the the passing game. I think not so much the running game. I, and Stevenson's a big enough guy; he's gonna be a, he can be a goal line force. Um, I, is, I do think there'll is. be some rotation, <clears throat> depending on what they're seeing. 
But I, I think where Zeke's going to have his biggest impact is more in real football, you know, pass protection, <laughs> making sure um, Jones stays upright. Having said that, you, you could see something maybe his best case scenario is um, Fournette without the rush attempts, but Fournette in the so in the passing down work because Zeke can Zeke can catch on the backfield. Zeke's proven to do that. Um, yeah, it, it maybe maybe like a B version of Fournette's season last year where yeah he's a little over the hill, not what he once was, but he's a professional running back. He can pick up the blitz. He's good sliding yeah. out. Yeah, so that I, I think he could be a flex player. He'll have honestly. a role. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, he's going to have a role. So they signed him. So he'll have some type of role. Um, speaking of Fournette, man, still unsigned, too. At, at this moment, it's Saturday. Um, that one I feel, I feel like I'm a little surprised about, but maybe it's just like, maybe, maybe it's Fatty Fournette and like he just isn't in shape and everybody's like, now we're good. We're not going to hire this guy or, you know, take a risk on this guy. Yeah, I, I was talking to someone and there's a site, there's, a, there's one location that makes a lot of sense for me that Fournette would go to. Um, kind of a last ditch effort, not a huge commitment, but just a little support is um, someone, a team like the Rams where. Oh yeah. You got you acres, know, man. Yeah. It's like, you never know. Yeah. yeah. But in that passing game, check down for Stafford again, picking up the blitz, you know, good in pass, pass protection, um, or at least has been in the last couple of seasons. Uh, I, I, Fournette will be signed. Um, I don't, I wouldn't drop him on a dynasty roster, but I, where he goes is really going to be determinant of what we can expect. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Him and Cream Hunt, I think they'll both be signed. I'm just not sure where. Yeah, I was just gonna cool. say, like Hunt is definitely a viable asset to a lot of teams right now, bro. He's still well, doing it. Go- yeah, he's already gone to a couple of teams, and 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 kind of like I'm surprised he hasn't signed somewhere at this point. Um, yeah. So, uh, few, we got a few, few more minutes, man. I mean, we kind of just want to jump on and, and do our thing. So, um, you know. Rogers got prior commitment. It took us too too goddamn long for him to get his setup going. So yeah. <laughs> we lost that in some times. I know. But real quickly, nah, yeah, there you go. I love it. Uh, let's let's quickly run through. We'll talk about the rookie quarterbacks, man, and uh, let's talk about like how they're looking, and then we'll kind of end the podcast. And then next, uh, we'll talk about you know our next one, and we got to keep this going. You know, do weekly at least once, if not twice. I'd prefer three times a week, uh, just because I like it. I like it hard. I like it a lot. <laughs> so okay. let's talk about like that. Let's go. <laughs> Anthony Richardson, man. So we're going to start there. So Anthony Richardson named the uh, Indianapolis Colts starting quarterback. Uh, I didn't really watch, honestly, because I was at the expo. I didn't get to see much of his game. Uh, it was on while I was drafting. Um, so I saw a little bit of it, but it was kind of more, I was obviously focused on the draft that I was doing, the live draft. Um, but yeah, thoughts there. Roger first. Uh, Cam Newton. It, it, it looks so much like Cam Newton to me. He does. Laser yeah, tight yeah. ropes. They, he's gonna, it's going to be a problem in the intermediate. Does throw a beautiful deep ball. Um, he's huge. I think it's going to be – if he has Cam Newton's rookie year, it's going to be a great year. Um, but I think there's going to be a little more hurdles. Uh, he's going to be up and down. But you can see some things. He needs to get some touch on his passes. Yep. Yeah. I agree, man. He, I, I saw highlights of it, but uh, it definitely out of this quarterback class looks the most legit. I should say, I can't yeah. say and that. It, it, you know? Literally winging it, like when he he looks like Cam Newton throwing it. The way he wings it, little sidearm, just it's a rope. It's it's, there's no arc to it. Yeah, it's, nope. It's, so it's just a straight, bullet, straight it shot. Yeah. yeah, and then he, and then you've got Bryce Young. So we're gonna jump right there, man. Number one overall pick, dude. Carolina Panthers. They played last night. Uh, like I said, it is, it is Saturday. They play Friday night. Uh, he did not look good, man. Uh, three of six with like thirty six yards. No touchdowns, no picks. Uh, ran for one yard rushing. He, he he looks, you know, we were talking about this before we jumped on. He looks like a high school 
like player, high school football player on an NFL team. Like he, he, that dude is going to get killed. His size mm-hmm. is so much smaller than Everdy. It's kind of insane to be honest with you. He looked um, lost. So- he looked lost on the field watching that game yesterday. I mean, really, it was just like, like we were saying, what Matt Corral looked like better, like like an all star compared to him. It was like a night and day difference. Granted, but he just looked lost, man, confused and lost, and like a lost, like a running, like a chicken without its head, bro. Last night, I'm telling you, man, definitely gonna die if he doesn't survive, bro. I promise you, man, he's gonna get whacked and it's over, bro. He's gonna be broken too. Yeah, I, I think he looks better than Stroud so far. He handled the pressure better. Yeah, than Stroud, but there, was not, there, was definitely, there was definitely pressure. Um, but he made a play where he fell down and he was able to get back up, roll out, and he he made a nice throw. It wasn't caught; it was just feeling. And so, I, I, what I, I see, yeah, there are some problems, but the team's not going to be great. Um, but I see someone. I, I think his decision making will be good. I, I think he's just he's learning. Um, I think yeah. the second half of the season, let's see if he settles down as he feels it out. But I, I think his processing's there. I, I think he understands what's in front of him and yep. that's going to carry him through. And he needs to understand it because his size is concerning. It's, he can't it's, it's detrimental. It's detrimental. Yeah. I mean, it could be, yeah. it could be a serious problem for him in, in his career. And honestly, I hope that Carolina does suck because the bears have their first round pick next year. So if the Carolina yeah, Panthers yeah. suck and they get a very, very high draft pick, then that just benefits the bears. I think, I think that's going to be a great, great possibility for you guys for sure. Oh, for Possibly. sure. Better, better. Now, man. Well, before before, before we go, wait, Sam Howell, what do you think, bro? Uh, I mean, I watched Sam Howell in North Carolina a little bit. I, I think what you're gonna get on him is you're gonna get rushing. So it's gonna be one of those things where I don't think he's gonna be great. I think it's gonna be he'll be mediocre. He'll be okay. Uh, you know, probably bottom end of mediocre. You know, but like I think the rushing will help. Um, because if he can't see anybody, he'll run. He'll he'll tuck the ball and he'll run. He has no problem with it. He's a bigger guy, so he can take the hits from linebackers. Um, so it should be all good there, but yeah, um, I think it'll be okay. I think he'll be serviceable for a year, uh, in dynasty. Um, I obviously would never draft him in redraft. I don't think it's worth it, um, Agreed. but dynasty, I've got him in a couple of spots. I'm going to hold him until he has one good game and then see if I can get cross my fingers, a first round pick out of him, which I, uh, the, or at least a second and a third maybe, uh, and then get rid of him. So, um, that's my thought. If you got him, you know, that's wait cool. for that boom, fucking trade his ass. Let's do so, it, bro. Yeah. Yeah, good question, man. Like I said, I mean, we want to make this quick. Uh, Roger's got to go, so we're gonna kind of like sign off. Uh, but I uh, want to want to make sure we get together a little bit more frequently, uh, especially as the season, like I said, is starting to come come at us fairly quickly in the next three weeks. Um, so yeah, boys, good seeing all your faces, man. You fuckers that you know, always trying to text to figure out when we can jump on, and you know, I missed one one scheduling because I was traveling, but. It'd we're all good, busy uh, working. It's a, it's a good thing and a bad thing, but uh, we're all good, man. We're back. Let's just hopefully build the momentum. And we we get we'll get back in action, bro. Roger yeah, Roger's yeah. uh, technical difficulties get solved. Yes, yeah. yes. Next, yeah, yeah, they'll be solved next time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, guys. Well, appreciate yeah. it, man. Uh, for everybody listening, appreciate you listening. Please hit the like and subscribe button on your way out. Uh, until next time, peace. We're back. Bye, everybody. We're back. All right.